family, you having an awesome family, a wonderful morning, afternoon, depending on if you're listening live or if you actually listen to the archive over on iTunes or YouTube or just wherever I submit. We're just so grateful that we actually have things in several places so you can actually be a part of Good Deeds. I am your amazing host. I love it, love it. I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. I'm known as the Platform Builder. And what that is, I help you identify your purpose if you don't know it. And then we actually help you establish a platform. Because that platform, you need to be seen, you need to be heard, and guess what? You get paid, okay? <laughs> because if you do the right thing, guess what? The money will run you down. I'm a living witness of that. But I want to get to the question because we, the, the Ask Dr. Renee question, because we have a powerful young lady in the house this afternoon, that morning, depending on where you are. The Ask Dr. Renee question is, someone asked, with you being from the South, Dr. Sunday, what things that you really admire about the South? I'm like, oh, wow, that should be easy. Uh, But I guess what I could do is, let me see. Because they, uh, they, my staff, they love to, you know, catch me off guard. I mean, they think so. But, you know, I, could, I thank God that I could actually roll pretty good uh, at the last minute. Um, I would say the things that I really, uh, of course, my parents and my family, but the great things they instilled in me uh, that I really like about the South is, you know, because they went through all the different uh, with the civil rights and the different things. They went through all that. So I, I think my forefathers, and, and, and mothers that actually went through all that for us, that we can actually have a right, that we can actually can, you know, the different things from voting, that we can, you know, with all the things that I do, women didn't do that, right? And so I'm grateful for that, that they actually stood up for a cause and what was right. You see what I'm saying? So that's always number one. And I think also it's so funny. I'll say something funny. Whenever I go to New York, it's funny. <laughs> People love to hear a Southern Belle, and that's me, uh, talk. They say, oh, my God, you you sound, you're from the South. So, it, you know, Southern hospitality is true. So I love it when I go up north and people appreciate <laughs> my southern twain. So I like that. We do women, um, especially women in the South, uh, steal their hospitality. Uh, but the thing is, uh, we just enjoy our monotone. I'll be honest, I did try to get, get you know, away from it one time. <laughs> but you know what? You have to be true to yourself, and that's a process for everybody, right? For me and the person, I still had a little more of a dialogue than that. But those are the two things I can say. Out of all the things that I'm grateful for, being born in Birmingham, Alabama, um, you know, from Roll Tide, you know, I had to throw that in there. But uh, I just really enjoy the things that I have been through in life uh, because it's a process. Okay, yeah, we all have issues, right? <laughs> but anyway, we don't want to delay because we have an amazing young lady with us. I mean, she's an actress. She's a gospel recording artist. Isn't that amazing? She's been in so many platforms. I mean, from the White House, I mean, to the McDonald's Gospel Fest. You know, I like going to those kind of things in the SELLC National Convention. I just love, I said, I need to be her assistant so I can actually um, hang out with her. I just love all these events. But she has, and we're, I'm going I'm to leave this uh, to her to talk about. She's a great advocate of what things are going on in the world. And so a powerful message of God. And we don't want to delay because I'm ready to listen because I love to get empowered by people. But we have the awesome, the fabulous Naomi B. in the house. Are you there? 
I am here. Hello, hello. How are you? <laughs> we did it. We're great. Thank you so much for taking time out and being here with us on Good Deeds. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm honored. Oh, and she's so sweet. I love her voice. She can hit a note right now. That's what I'm talking about. That's a single right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, I... But tell us a little bit more about yourself. I mean, I only tip the iceberg, I know, because you're just very powerful. I mean, everything you do. And so tell us a little bit more about yourself. You know, it's, it's always hard for me to talk about myself. I actually forget some of the things that I've done. Um, <laughs> that's why I have a good publicist mm-hmm. to help remind me. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just a girl from Baltimore, Maryland, you know, born and raised in the city. Um, you know, I was raised, uh, for the most part, by a single parent, my mom, you know, me and my siblings. And, you know, we, we, we had our circumstances that we had to overcome, but, you know, God blessed all of us with talents and passions that just those things, those are the things that, that we focused on. And, you know, we just got into those things and, and worked on developing our gifts and um, we just grew with it. And so, you know, at, at a very young age, um, I can remember being five years old, you know, brushing my teeth and making up songs. I remember being eight, going around the neighborhood singing a song that my friends and I had wrote, my first song, and knocking on doors and making people listen to me. So, you know, that early on, it was pretty evident that I would sing and I would write. And then as I grew older, God just began to expose me to even more talents and giftings. So here I am. I'm just walking it out, just trying to do what God put me on the earth to do. <laughs> I know you guys think I told her to say walk it out because that's what I think. But you see, we all have to do that in life. But but I want to go back because I love the part that you said as a child that you actually was doing your thing as a child. Talk a little bit more about that because a lot of times, and I think all of us, we do things as a child, and it ends up being our purpose. But we didn't know that God was calling us you know, for this, but it was predestined, okay, before we were born. But but talk about that. Do you how much do you remember from your childhood in regards to singing? <laughs> you know what, when I was a child, I just remembered having a love for singing and a love for writing. I did not know that I would actually go up grow up to be a recording artist, that I would travel and sing and minister. Had no idea. I was just doing what made me happy. And so um, as I became older and I began to really develop a relationship with God, um, I think he started giving me glimpses of what my future would look like. And I knew that there was actually a calling on my life, like a, a mandate for me to actually sing on a larger scale. But initially, I was just doing what made me happy. But I know in retrospect, that God put that desire in me. That's, you know, that's how we become to know, that's how we come to know what we've been placed here to do. Wow. I mean, I'm going to just scream on that. Wow, wow. Because, <laughs> so you, so somewhat, I just love this part because you say you were, what you did what made you happy, and then next thing you know, God was taken to the next level in regards of that mandate. I, ooh, I love that. Oh, wow. 
That that just want me to. I almost broke out in tears just hearing that because that we have a form of that, ladies and gentlemen, all of our lives. But it's just so amazing when God brings things back to your remembrance. Uh, you thought you were playing around, but you were just really having fun and being happy. And next thing you know, that's yep. your, hey, that's your ministry. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Wow, wow. Do you actually, in your family, is, is any uh, people that have uh, the gift of, uh, you know, all the things that you're doing, does it run in your family? Yes. Um, my dad sings and writes. Um, my mom, she's a really great writer. Um, my, my, I have a, a brother, Lionel, who he writes. He's actually in law school now, so he he writes, um, you know, political articles and um, that type of thing. My mom, she she has just started writing songs for like we've uh, collaborated on a song for the military, and she oh. likes to address you know, issues with her writings. I mean, yeah, the gifts are all in the family. And then if I start get, going down my, my mom's mother's side of the family, we've got all kinds of singers and musicians on that side. So, yeah, it definitely runs in the blood. <laughs> and and my wow. son, Destin, I have a 10-year-old who got it all. I mean, he sings, dances, raps, writes. He got it all. <laughs> so, yeah, it's flowing for wow. sure. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. That, that's ooh, I just love that. It's amazing when you see things in your kids. You're like, oh, you got it. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you have to keep your uh, head to protect you for sure. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you, we did see that you actually have been on the Word Network, and I mean, among many other media platforms as well. But how is that experience when you actually on different platforms? I mean, no matter how many people are viewing, watching, what actually goes through your mind when you actually have been called to do that? That's your assignment for that particular evening or afternoon. Um, well, first of all, I scream, you know, when I get the call or the email or whatever. <laughs> I scream, um, and, uh, you know, I usually call my mom, I'll call my husband um, and uh, my bestie. <laughs> and then once I get through that, then the nerves set in. And all the way up until that event, I am crazy nervous, but I'm also preparing and I'm prayerful. And um, when, when the, by the time the event actually comes, I'm like, I can't wait for this to be over because of all of the things I had to go through to get there, all the things I put myself through. Um, and then, you know, usually <laughs> it's successful, and then I can exhale, and I'm like, whew, I'm glad that that's over. And then I'm on to the next thing, and the cycle repeats itself. And I'm hoping it'll get easier for me as I progress because I really do put myself through a lot, and it can be a little tough sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I, I think you made a great key. You say you be you're nervous. She didn't say she was had fear, and that's a big difference. Um, because uh, especially with me, I'm, I'm part of the fivefold ministers. Uh, but one of my mentors said a little while, but a good while ago, he said, if you get on the pulpit and you're not nervous, you better watch out because you're letting pride sit in. Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> I've heard that before. But you know what? There have been times, though, when I was really, I really was 
fearful and anxious. And honestly, sometimes I just had to kind of fight that in prayer, like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing this. There won't be any anxiety attacks or anything. No, 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 we're not doing that. Um, so, but most of the time it's just, it's just nervousness, but every now and then, you know, and then enemy try to sneak up in there with some other stuff, or, you know, I, I got something for that. So <laughs> we know how to deal with that. Well, well, amen. I mean, because that, I mean, the devil will try to get you off track, especially when you're doing something for the, you know, for God. I mean, that, that's going to come, but I'm glad that you, you, hey, what the old people say, you're in the main line and you're, <laughs> you're connected Absolutely. to the main line. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh Lord, I just love it. Oh my God, I just mm. that's a whole nother that's a whole nother topic right there. Because the thing about <laughs> it is, you know, we have been taught going back to the south again. We were taught, you know, when we were younger, that uh, when things happening, you must be doing something wrong. Not all the time. Now, a lot of times, a lot of things come up just to distract you, and um, so you have to be oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, when it said pray and fasting, it mean that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a story of my life. Nothing ever comes easy for me, um, and I'm and I'm just learning that that is just the way of life. When you have been called, um, especially to the masses, and you're gonna be really making a difference on a large scale. I mean, the things that you have to go through um, to to get to that that point. Uh, it's a lot, but, you know, God has a way of making it all work, you know, for your good. So you just, you got to take the good with the bad. But, you know, I, I can really attest to what you're saying as well. But, you know, it's always, and I know you probably have this as well, uh, it always, um, that inner peace is there. You're like, okay, this just that My car broke down again. I just got to put brakes on again, you know. But that inner <laughs> peace is there. That's what keeps us. I, I'm gonna just gonna say it. Uh, same. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you gotta you gotta stay connected and keep your peace, and you gotta know, you know, when you have a a greater purpose, you know, if you keep that purpose in mind, um, if if you're walking in your your God given destiny, then no matter what comes at you. You know you have God fighting for you because you're doing what He wants you to do. So whatever's coming, it's it's got to pass. You, you it's got to pass, so you got to pass through it. Either way, it's moving. <laughs> so you have that confidence if you know you're doing what God put you here to do. Mm-mm. I love it. I love it. I, I mean, that makes me think when I when I uh, talk to people, they say, oh, "I don't know what my purpose." And I have to go back real quick to say what you were doing, and that's the key, ladies and gentlemen, is you do what makes you happy. And it's usually easily achievable by you and everybody else saying, how you did that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. But I want to go into this conversation because the wonderful things you do in regard of your your acting and, the, and gospel recording artists, but you actually uh, is a very, you know, a, uh, advocate for, you know, b- different efforts that's going on in the world. So talk about that, I mean, regards to the domestic violence and the uh, the sexual human trafficking, and we should we know that uh, it's pretty prevalent here in the Atlanta area, most major cities. Uh, just talk about that a little bit of how, 
uh, I mean, you just really speak out and, and, and people that's going through that, that they can actually have a voice. Yeah. Um, you know, God has really given me a passion for women who are hurting. So, you know, no matter what they're hurting from, um, I just believe he's given me, you know, uh, I guess a, a an anointing or a gifting to really just be able to administer just a little bit of healing, you know, even if it's just a tad, you know, a step or, or a seed stone. So whether it's through music or whether it's through just, you know, conversing with them or praying with them. And so one of the things that um, I have a passion for are teenagers who, or young women who grew up without their dads. Um, my dad is alive and well, um, and, and he, he's, he's a great man, but there were some issues, you know, with with him and and my mom, you know, and they got a divorce, and you know, so I I grew up not being around him as much um, as I needed to be. So there were some things I didn't get from that relationship, and um, as I became an adult, God showed me that it it left a void in me. There there was a void left there that made me more vulnerable and susceptible to certain things, and I know that that's an issue with a lot of young, um, especially black women. Um, growing up without their dads, and these are um, some of the risk factors that make them more susceptible to the lies and tricks of human traffickers. And so um, I developed a passion to really spread awareness about the epidemic. Um, it's growing at an alarming rate, um, and I just want to let young girls know what to look out for, um, you know, just want to educate them, and that's kind of where my passion is. We're talking about a $32 billion industry. We're talking about about 27 million worldwide that are enslaved. And um, in Maryland, we're, we're looking at about 400 victims, and those are the ones that have been identified. And the way they target these women, they go on social media. You know, they look at your history. You know, um, do you have a history of sexual abuse? Do you have a history of poverty? Mm. Um, you know, any any mental issues. They're looking for girls who are vulnerable, who are vulnerable. Mm. And, and growing up without your dad, I have learned, certainly can make you vulnerable. And, um, you know, you hear about, you hear in the news about girls who are just being abducted. You know, they're out somewhere and they're kidnapped. But a lot of times, they'll use what we call either the lover boy method or the Romeo method where they'll build a relationship with you and they'll become your boyfriend. And, you know, and if, and if you were like me, young and boy crazy and, and, and looking for attention, attention that you didn't get at home from your dad, you are more susceptible to falling for that boy or that man who's offering you a better life, who's offering you attention or, you know, money or whatever it is that you're seeking. Um, so, yeah, so I, I'm using my platform to help bring awareness um, and teach girls what to look out for. And it's not just girls. Um, it's not just girls. Boys are victims too. Um, but the majority of the victims are, are young young girls um, around the age of 13 is usually when they get um, coerced or forced into the sex trade. So um, I recently released a music video back in June. It's called Break Free. And in that video, I, um, the storyline follows 
a, a girl who was coerced into the sex trade, or forced, rather. Um, and so I'm using that as a tool to spread awareness. Now, you just told me something, but, I, I mean, I could see it easily, though. Oh, my God, from social media. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Wow. You don't even have to, they don't have to go out on the streets anymore, you know. As a matter of fact, um, the the girls that are recruited are recruited online. Um, and, and it's so easy, especially with uh, platforms like Snapchat where you can put a message out there and then it deletes after a certain amount of time. Um, mm. Yeah, they're... There, there's so many ways um, that girls are targeted. And, and then, of course, you put information out there. You may be at this particular location, and you might post that you're there. Um, we talk about, you know, I'm going on a trip. <laughs> you know, I'll be here. I'll be there. Uh, or, or you may even put PII, personally identified, identifiable information out there, not knowing if someone is tracking and watching and profiling you, and they're building a case on you to see if you fit their prototype. And then at the appointed time, they can find you based on information you put out there on the Internet. Wow. Well, I did get educated about a couple of months ago about Snapchat. Uh, If you got your – or you help me with this because I'm not on it as much. Uh, My – Young lady was telling me she know where her brother is because he has on the uh, I guess a GPS or something, and he she knew he was at back at home because when he she turned it on, it shows where his location. I'm like, okay, this is a little bit too much right here. Absolutely, yeah, I believe that's called geotagging. Um, somebody who's listening, who's a, a tech guru, is probably going to correct me if I'm wrong. But the, yeah, the, these phones they have these functions on it where if you turn it on, it's a setting. If you turn it on, then as you move around, as you move about, it can track your location. And and so yeah, absolutely, traffickers can use that. Um, mm-hmm. they can use that type of information to to figure out where you are, because it'll it'll tie to your oh. social media. So you, you you can walk into a store and then it can update that hey you just checked in there. Lord have mercy! I ain't know it do all that, but I know yeah. so you know on Facebook and stuff you can you know they say location and stuff. But holy yeah, I, think I, I have a heart for young kids so because they don't realize what they're really doing. See that's the thing that right. it just hurts your heart. Right. Yeah, and, that, and that's why we we've got to we've got to get the word out in a way that they can receive it. Um, you know, you may not be able to get a teenager or a child to come and sit through a human trafficking workshop, you know, but a music video, a song, is something that mm-hmm. can appeal to them and get their attention and just you know make them alert and aware of what's going on. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. We will. You're going to give us your contact information, and we're going to check that out and share that on all our pages and stuff because we really need to get that out. I, I, I really didn't. I mean, Atlanta is, is yeah, yeah. I mean, um, they're cracking down, but it's still uh, terrible. I mean, and 
and I'm gonna just say this: it's, it's in every county, so don't don't you know? It's in every county. They said it about a, I think about a month ago. They did a. They said it, um, you talk to people. They kids have been abducted and and kids. So don't you just be mindful, young people. We love you, and the older people too. Everybody, we we love you. Uh, but just be, and I'm I'm a big advocate of be careful what you put on social media. Anyway, I have to be educated Absolutely. on that myself because I used to I used to do like people when you get on the plane. Oh yeah, I've been upgraded, but then that means um, the alarm at my house can get cut. <laughs> right? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. So I I had to get educated that myself. Oh wow. Mm. Yeah, and you have to watch if you're, you know, you have a profile, if if it's public or if it's private, you know, you can control um, what you post. But you can control whether your, your profile in general is public or private. But then you can also control when you post whether you want to make that post public or private. Um, and so those are really, really important tools to use. Um, me personally, since I'm an artist, um, a lot of the things that I post, most of it is is public information. But every now and then, you know, if I'm posting something about my family or something, I may make that private just so that it's limited to um, a certain audience. But even still, if it's out there on the Internet, it, you, you know, it's really not safe. But there are some parameters that can make it more safe, you know, than it would be if you mm-hmm. didn't use them. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Well, you know, oh, Lord, I'm so enjoying talking to you. It's like we just on the cell <laughs> But um, I know. <laughs> I love it, I love it. You'll have to have what me back do? again. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say this little piece because I'm going to turn it over and actually uh, I like when the artist, uh, introduce their own song. I just love that. But ladies and gentlemen, um, what we're going to do is listen to the amazing uh, recordings. I mean, this she's powerful. I just, I just, that's all I got to say. I want you to actually uh, support her, the things that she's doing, the conference. And you see her passion in regards to young people and the domestic violence and the uh, human trafficking. Oh, my God. That's just a whole nother level. But I, just what I do want to say, if you want to contact us, you know how to contact us. Uh, at www.reneesunday.com. That's www.reneesunday, S-U-N-D-A-Y. That's for the radio, the TV, the magazine. If you want to, you know, uh, advertising those, be a, a contributor, or if you want to be a guest on any of those platforms, let us know. Also, our nonprofit organization, and then also the publishing company. But I'm going to turn it over to you. Please, please. Uh, time go by so quickly. It's, it's, say anything else you want to say, and please tell us how we can contact you and introduce your amazing song that we're gonna listen to this evening. And you guys, you know I love you. I love you. I love you. You know this is good deeds, and I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. But take it away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you. Um, okay. So you can find me on Facebook, IG. Um, Twitter, I am under Naomi B. Music, N-A-O-M-I-B Music. That is also my website, www.naomibmusic.com. You can find me on YouTube. Please look up my video that I'm using to um, promote awareness against human trafficking. It's called Break Free. You can find that on my YouTube page. And my music is available on iTunes, Amazon, and any major digital outlet. Um, I think that about covers. If you want to contact me, you can contact me on my 
web page, my um, website. And I am going to introduce my song. It's called He Lives. This is a funky, upbeat rendition of the hymn, Because He Lives. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Tomorrow, because he lives. 
for being in your purpose. And thank you so much for being a guest here on Good Deeds. If you need us for anything, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. Thank you so much. This has been wonderful, wonderful. So has. Woo, your voice says, your voice breaks chains, girl. Ah, hallelujah. <laughs> thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen, amen. You guys, you know, ooh, I know y'all waiting on the replay. Hey, hey, hang on. But, you know, this is, you know I love you, but you know what God loves you best. It's, contact us, us at www.reneesunday.com. All our social media is there. Always remember, you do have a calling. You do have a reason. One, you were born. You're not a mistake. You have to do the three things I always say. You got to believe. You got to trust. And guess what? You got to walk it out. And you know the rest. You got to don't stop. You got to get it, get it. You got to get your purpose and get your purpose now. This is Good Deeds, and I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. See you next time. Bye-bye.